on this edition of Kiwi Tripsters, we celebrate regional New Zealand and the magnificence of the mighty Manawatu. From the mountain bike trails of Arapuki and glorious walks alongside the gorge to the market magic of fielding and the beauty of Palmy's Arts Trail. Welcome back to Kiwi Tripsters. Buckle up and take off to spectacular destinations as we continue our journey and share the inside word on all things travel. Whether it's luxury travel or backpacking on a budget, whether it's cruising or foodie trips, we've got you covered with top tips and tricks so you can have an amazing travel experience. And now, over to your hosts, Mike Yardley and Chris Lynch. Hello everyone, welcome to another edition of Kiwi Tripsters, I'm Chris Lynch. Hello there Chris, you sounded like Selwyn to goodbye, hokey, what do you say Palmerston North? Very Shut good up. to have you aboard. On this edition of Kiwi Tripsters, it's all about the mighty Marawatu. Um, we're going to start with a bit of outdoorsy adventure, let's start with Arapuki, um, super close to Palmy. It is very close Chris, you can be down the road to Arapuki in about 10 or 15 minutes from the city centre and it's really like a natural playground uh, for the locals. Arapuki is uh, a forest park, which is now also the premier mountain bike park uh, in the lower North Island. They've got about 30 kilometres of really well-formed trails through the forest, and they span all grades of difficulty, uh, grade two to grade six, to use the lingo. Ooh. And um, if you're like a newbie or part of a family wanting to do a bit of a mountain bike ride, yeah, the grade two trails are ideal. I went on uh, a trail called Swamp Monster. I do Swamp Monster. I do like how all MTB parks seem to have like really colourful names for their trails. So Swamp Monster is one of the grade twos that's worth checking out at Arapuki. Any e-bikes? Yes, you can Good. hire e-bikes. They've also got a shuttle service as well. But you know I like to be lazy. What about, yes. uh, what's this sledge track I know we were talking about before? Yeah, the sledge track is absolutely beloved by locals in Manawatu. It's also in the Arapuki Forest Park. And it is just the most amazing native forest environment with uh, huge, towering ancient trees. You'll see some 600 to 800-year-old Rimu trees, uh, plunging waterfalls, really Really nice seductive swimming holes uh, and nice. lots of natural <laughs> fauna, including this is the word of the day. Yes. The Capo Capo Y. What is that? Which is the giant bush dragonfly, Ooh. which you will find in the sledge track area. They love just bathing themselves in the sunshine as you walk along the trail. Not eating you though? No, no. Okay. I was thinking of the swamp monster thing. Yes. Uh, what about the Manabatu Gorge? I mean, that's just idyllic, isn't it? It is incredible. And of course, people will recall in recent years, uh, they, they've had major, major landslides. So mm, right. the highway through the Manawatu Gorge has been closed. You can't drive through the gorge to Woodville anymore. But the, the upside to that is that with the removal of all of that rumble of vehicle traffic, you actually hear the birds. So I went there on like a Saturday morning and all of the weekend warriors from Palmerston North were there doing um, their, their weekend walk. It's sort of like an open-air gym, the Manawatu Gorge now, and all you could hear Birds, 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 all around the place. It was just it's a fantastic. nice feeling, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. Mm. They've got amazing walks there. You can actually still walk the full length of the Manawatu Gorge track, um, but just get someone to pick you up at the other end unless you want to walk all the way back. Plenty of beautiful tracks as well that are. There are, yeah. The easy to do. Very easy. Um, 
I noticed most of the people who were essentially using it as the uh, sort of exercise routine mm. were going on the Tawa Loop track, and um, it is just the most gorgeous walk. It does have some reasonably steep and steady uphill uh, sections to it, but certainly not um, mountain goat. Right. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> I mean, somewhat challenging but not formidable, I would, I would perhaps describe it as. Amazing Nico palm trees on the Tawa Loop uh, Trail and the most brilliant eagle-eyed views across the Manawatu Gorge. They've also got some really cool art that they've strung along the Tawa Loop Trail, including this huge six-metre-high <clears throat> excuse me, steel sculpture of uh, one of the local Maori chiefs who was actually uh, the chief who captained the waka of the Rangatane tribe uh, to New Zealand 800 years ago. Wow. So you'll see him in the forest. Oh, good. So plenty of stuff, really. It sounds a really nice place to go. Absolutely. And there's also lots of um, walks further north uh, from Arapuki as you make your way up. Um, you're, you're essentially nestled uh, at the foot of the Ruahine Range mm. as you make your way up to northern Manawatu. And essentially all of that hill country um, has all sorts of amazing walks to check out. You're with Kiwi Tripsters and we're celebrating the brilliance of the Manamatu. Mike, the region has a collection of scenic tour routes um, that they call the Country Road. That's what, right. does it, what does it actually mean though? Well, it's really a series of different, uh, very soothing backcountry touring routes. So if you've got sick of walking your way all around the Manawatu, uh, just uh, hit the road and enjoy some really cool backcountry touring routes. They're all on sealed roads uh, and they threw together a really cool range of convivial country cafes and pubs, quaint villages, scenic reserves and walking tracks if you want. The Manabatu Senate route, that's the most popular option I was reading. It is. It's a banger of a drive, probably about 80 kilometres, uh, and from way to go, about one hour. It connects Mangaweka up in northern Manawatu with Ashurst. It's a brilliant touring route on a beautiful sealed road, and the road seems to just uh, waltz along with the river down to one side, curving through the tucks and folds of the hill country as you make your way uh, between Mangaweka and Ashurst. It's just a really nice scenic medley. What are the recommended attractions? Well, on the Manawatu Scenic Gorge, if you're up for a leg stretcher, first of all, in northern Manawatu, definitely check out the Rangiwahia track. And um, this trail starts from Renfrew Road. It takes you through Red Beach Forest to the open tussock tops of the Ruahine Range. The highlight is this magnificent arched wooden bridge and um, you need to cross it to reach the Rangiwahia hut. But as you walk across this bridge, it is like you've been transported into a dreamscape because the forest is just so thick and um, it sort of cloaks you either side of the bridge you just feel like you're walking into a fairy tale. It is just beautiful. And um, when you get to the hut, by the way, which is where you've got the most amazing views right across Manawatu, you'll see Ruapehu swooning on the horizon. Um, you can actually stay the night in that hut, but you do need to book in advance. It's a dock hut. So just go to the local eyesight and they'll get you sorted. We need some um, sound effects in this of birds and forests and, and pieces. Yes, can you give me a tui? 
No, not today. What about a kereru? The whoosh, whoosh sound of its wings. That wasn't really a wash. No, all, that was, was awful. Okay. We'll work on the sound we'll effects, folks. This. Any other highlights you got for me? Uh, yes. There is a really cool lookout you can go to. So if you're feeling totally lazy like Chris Lynch and yes. you've eaten far too much banana bread. And you want to go up, we use an e-bike. That's right. You yes. don't want to, don't, you certainly don't want to use conventional bikes at the MTB. You want to use a Chris Lynch style electric bike. Mm. And, or helicopter. Well, there's that option too. <laughs> But there's this really cool place you need to go to on the Manawatu Scenic Route uh, called the Ruahine Dress Circle, mm. and it's a lookout point. And it probably gives you what a lot of people say is the best view of all across northern Manawatu to Ruapehu in the distance. And the reason it's called the Dress Circle is because below you there are these fabulous curved papa cliffs. And they are curved like a dress circle. So the early settlers to Manawatu thought, gosh, this reminds me of the Opera House in London. And they called this amazing formation of Papa Cliffs in a curved shape the Ruahine Dress Circle. Nice. Very cool. I like the sound of this. Yeah. Um, anything else we need to know? Uh, you will fall in love with a place called Uppity and the landmark Uppity Tavern. Really charismatic country pub, great beer garden. Um, you should probably also have a poke through the Pohangina Valley, uh, beautiful lush green valley, stony river terraces, great views of the Ruahino Ranges. And the village, the Pohangina Village, uh, has a really cool place if you like your cheese called Cartwheel Creamery. It's an artisan operation, exceptional cheeses. And the end of the route... At the southern end is Ashurst, uh, we'll find um, a really cool local family business called The Herb Farm. Mm. They don't just make like skincare and therapeutic products on site, but they also have a fantastic cafe. And from Ashurst, it's just a very short hop up the Saddle Road to the Teapati Wind Farm Lookout. Man, when you stand beneath one of these turbines, and they've got 55 Ooh. at Teapati, uh, they're just so huge when you, you know, you're like a little ant at the base of these wind turbines. Um, so, yeah, that's a really cool place to check them out. Now, by the way, why should we call into fielding on a Friday? Oh, Friday is mega market today because oh. you've got two uh, long-standing signature events on together on a Friday in fielding. Um, you have... Their amazing farmers market, which has won so many awards as being New Zealand's best farming market uh, or farmers market, and also Fielding has the largest operating stock sale yards in the Southern Hemisphere, and they operate several days a week, but they also operate on a Friday. So when you go to Fielding on a Friday, the place is just absolutely heaving with people and activity. Uh, and by the way, if you do want to check out um, some nice bites to eat at the farmer's market, uh, Cartwheel Creamery, they mm. have a stall there, and you've got to check out the sausages from the Foxton-based um, producers, Foxy Bangers. They're pork and apple sausages, Chris. Oh, particularly good. Now I'm hungry. <laughs> Coming up, we check out the eye candy in Palmy, and Mike talks to Hugh McIntyre from Manakura Lodge. Makura Lodge. Makura Lodge. And I was practising that as well. Oh, well, well done. Nearly there, Makura Lodge. Stay tuned. Kiwi Tripsters will be right back after this break.
Discover the real New Zealand in the mighty Manawatu. Explore the eye-catching arts trail in perky Palmerston North, the foodie finds along Broadway Ave, and the hipster's haunt of George Street. Hit the mountain bike trails in Arapuki. Discover the country road for scenic drives and savour the traffic-free magnificence of Teapati Manawatu Gorge. Discover the region. Manawatu-nz.co.nz. You're with Kiwi Tripsters, I'm Mike Yardley. Now, tucked away in the Manawatu wilderness is a truly authentic New Zealand Lodge experience, and it's a destination to consider no matter the occasion. Joining us from Makura Lodge is the owner-operator with um, huge family links to the property, Huge uh, Hugh McIntyre. Very nice to have you aboard, Hugh. Yep, welcome, Mike. Thank you. Now, tell us about the history of your property, which has been a going concern for the McIntyre clan for over 120 years, I understand. Oh, yes, just a um, bit of a brief history. Um, my great-grandfather, he came out from um, Glasgow in Scotland. He was a cabinet maker, and um, he moved to Whanganui and then over to Fielding, and one offshoot of the family went up to um, Gisborne Farming and the other offshoot come up to Epity. Um Settled up here in 1896. Um, all, all the um, the uh, local bush was very heavy, a lot of Totra, Rimu and Matai and Myri, and all the um, properties are surveyed into 100-acre titles. And um, each family sort of, most families milked a few cows, 20, 30 cows. My grandmother used to milk here. And the um, milk was separated and a cream truck came around and um, picked up the uh, cream and that was processed at the local dairy factory in Epity. Fantastic. Um, and the first residence, um, that was a um, foray on the farm, which we use as a horse stable now, and it was built out of um, split totra and had dirt floors and a fireplace and uh, lined with um, newspapers. And um, then in 1903, the, um, the family built the Glenloose homestead. So, um, yeah, I'm a fifth generation of Hugh McIntyre's, and uh, so it goes back a little while. And uh, I've got two daughters, and uh, the youngest one I wasn't allowed to call Hughina, so... It's, uh, <laughs> we'll have to wait for another couple of generations, maybe. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, of course, uh, you branched out into tourism uh, what about 20-odd <clears throat> years ago, I suppose, and I was really struck when I visited with you, uh, Hugh, uh, the design of Makura Lodge. It absolutely celebrates your environment with all of those special design features. Tell us about the timber and some of the other uh, special touches you've incorporated into it. Oh yes, I was looking for a new challenge back then, so I um, set it up, set the lodge up with a couple of um, business partners, and uh, we used as much local materials as possible. So we got all the uh, macacapa tim- timber built, milled on the farm, um, all the beams and the sacking on the ceilings, tongue and groove, and all the skirtings, scotias, and doors were all made by the builders and uh, locally macrocarpet timber and uh, sourced the stones for the fabulous chimney out of the rivers. And so the um, 
I think the builders took about 115 building days to actually build the, the lodge and the four units at that stage. A um, few features we have in the lodge. We've got the, um, with the Scottish Heritage, we've got the McIntyre tartan for the curtains and the chair coverings. And also um, we have a historic library which belonged to my great-grandfather and in his spare time back then he um, self-taught and Self to read 11 different languages. Um, now, uh, this has been family owned and operated, and my daughter Kimberly is the general manager. So I'm just the boy around the place nowadays. <laughs> Obviously, you boast a variety of accommodation experiences, and you mentioned the original homestead. People can actually stay in that, right? Uh, yes, we've got a um, variety of um, accommodation. We've got the Glen Luce Homestead, which is five bedrooms and can sleep up to about 17. We've got a um, another cottage called the Burnside Cottage, which was a, a local um, 1920s-style building. We um, moved on to the property, and at the lodge itself, we've got four studio units and two two-bedroom spa units, and they've all got their own en-suites. And also um, we have a riverside cabin, um, which is quite a unique um, building. And uh, the honeymooners spend their first night there and also lots of couples come out for a, a bit of time away from the rat race. Absolutely. Now, obviously you uh, cater to a very wide market, uh, the recreational market, the romantics that you refer to, um, obviously a lot of businesses and, and, and retreats take place uh, at Makura Lodge. Tell us about the wealth of activities you offer, and I must start with the four-wheel drive training track. Tell us about that. Oh, yes, back in um, 2007, Toyota were looking for a new venue for the vehicle launches, and um, so we set up a, a um, various tracks and utilised the um, natural terrain for various features. Um, so we've got a lot of an axle twister, a stone hill, the staircase which comes down through some trees and lots of roots and a water slide and so we do um, quite a bit of um, training for groups that need um, especially unit standards in their in their workplace so that involves a two-day training course um, and also we cater for just groups that come out for a a full drive-in experience. We can take them round in the Land Cruiser and give them a bit of a yeah. bit of a thrill, or they can um, self-drive, and um, we can um, teach them various tips to help them in their full driving. It's an absolutely superb track. Um, obviously, there's a there's, there's claybird shooting. Um, I loved your hole-in-one golf course with the most incredible view across, um, what are they, the foothills to the Ruahines, I suspect. It really is an amazing environment, Hugh, isn't it? Yes, it is, yeah. Yeah, with the, the clay bed, the hole-in-one golf. Um, we also do archery, axe-throwing, um, human sheepdog trials. Um, nice. And ver various lawn games. And uh, recently my um, daughter Kimberly has set up a program called Horses Helping Humans. Um, she facilitates um, workshops for corporate groups and disadvantaged youth to um, help understand themselves and other personalities and how their body language can affect communication. By using horses, they um, 
they mirror exactly what is going on with a person and you can't fool a horse so they are the perfect honest but uh, non-judgmental teachers oh that is fantastic yeah are you guys open year round um yep all year round um by bookings we uh prefer the bookings and we sort of uh staffing wise is a little bit hard to just uh, open all the time with casuals Absolutely. But people can come and stay just like for one night. There isn't like a minimum of two or three? Yep, no. Um, um, cater for anyone and everyone. So, yep, one night uh, away is fine. So. Oh, well, it's a, a really special place, Hugh, and uh, I'm, I'm busting to get back to explore more of your little slice of paradise, um, to check out all of the facilities, uh, the wonderful lodge, the accommodation, uh, and uh, the activities you can do, you can check it all out on the website, makuralodge.co.nz, which is M-A-K-O-U-R-A, lodge, all one word, .co.nz. Great to talk to you, Hugh, and uh, all the very best for the year ahead. Finally, on our waltz through Manawatu, let's talk about the big smoke, which of course is Palmerston North, where you'll find, I think, quite a real buzz to this town uh, centre. Mike, I was there a couple of years ago and I was uh, pleasantly surprised. They're very proud of the square, which is absolutely the centre point of Palmerston North. But I reckon what you notice about Palmy when you um, go there, perhaps as a first-timer, is that they haven't been affected by the donut effect of Suburban shopping. No, that's true, actually. So you know how a lot of New Zealand towns and cities will bemoan the donut effect? Mm. They've actually got a major, major shopping mall right in the heart heart of of Palmy, the Mm. plaza, right by the square. And, yeah, Palmy has not um, buckled to that suburban exodus. So I really do love the heart of their town because it is beating, it is buzzing, it is pulsating, and there just always seems to be activity within the square. Recently they held the Rural Games um, right in the heart of Palmerston North, thousands and thousands of people there. Um, So they really use their square, and all around um, the edges of the square, just the most awesome shopping, hospitality, live entertainment. Um, yeah, they mm. really should feel quite proud about the perky heart of town. And I think the Cathedral Square in Christchurch can learn a lot from this. Indeed. How to make it work. Anyway, yeah. how good is the Arts Trail? Superb. Mm. The city has made a concerted bid in the last 10 years, maybe even a bit longer, to rev up its creative credentials. Um, and it's best illustrated by taking a walk along the Arts Trail. They've got about 30 installations adorning the city centre, so you can get a map from the eyesight or just download it from manawatu.nz.co.nz and and just follow this trail. And um, they're really engaging a lot mm. of the sculptures they have along this trail. I do want to point out that the local council building in Palmy would have to be the most breathtaking, brutalist atrocity I think I've ever seen. It's well, probably you... the ugliest council building in the world. What's wrong, with, what's wrong with it? Is this part of the arts trial, by the way? No, it's not. <laughs> what's so <laughs> needless bad? to yeah. say? What's so didn't... bad about it? It's just ugly. It's just like a. It's like an enormous rectangular box of concrete, um, in sort of like a grey pebble 
and slightly beige finish. Okay. And that's it. And the amazing thing is it actually won a civic design competition before it was built. So God knows what they were on so back is, in the it, early 70s. Oh, I was going to say, because most of the council buildings in Canterbury, where you and I are from, yes. they're all very fancy, all very flashy, the flashiest buildings in the city. That's true. Weird, yes. eh? Um, but in terms of the Arts Trail, which the council building is not actually part of, you'll be pleased to know. Good. Um, it's the street art murals that really stand out along uh, the likes of Berryman's Lane. And then some of the... Uh, Really popular sculptures include the giant beetles that crawl over the museum's exterior. And then they've got like just really whimsical artworks. Like outside the Regent Theatre on Broadway Ave, um, they've got this fantastic sculpture of a dainty dancer facing off against the steely gaze of a giant tour tower. So it's just, you know, pure fantasy, a lot of the street art. It's very cool. By the way, does the New Zealand Rugby Museum feature? Yes. Uh, Now, this was actually established about 40 years ago as a tribute to the founding father of New Zealand Rugby, Charles Monroe. And the museum is now home to one of the world's largest collections of rugby memorabilia. They've got about 40,000 items in Mm. the museum. So you'll find all sorts of rugby... Uh, treasures in there, including the first silver fern, our oldest All Blacks jersey, the oldest rugby ball. It goes on and on and on like that. Um, and then adjoining that is Tamanawa, which is the fantastic regional museum. It's a real cultural heavy hitter. Now, by the way, um, George Street is quite nice. Is, is it George Street? Yeah. I love George Street. If there's one street in Palmy you want to check out, this one will get under your skin. And it's mm. because... The buildings are those like beautiful old character buildings, mm. really well maintained, and they're home to lots of boutiques, um, bookstores, cafes. Mm. And the street has recently been given a bit of a touch-up, and I love this. They rolled out what they call the uh, George-themed Walk of Fame. So all along the street, they've got 35 portraits of famous Georges, which have been painted onto the car parking spots. I didn't know this. Isn't this cool? This is cool. Such a great idea. So you'll be surprised um, at the variety of Georges you will meet in George Street. (laughs) George Bellani? uh, Actually, that's a good point, Chris. (laughs) I don't think Bellani made the cut, but George Clooney is there, George Nepier, the rugby man, um, George Jetson, and even George of the Jungle. It's a really cool walk. What about the Hospo highlights, Mike? Well, definitely Broadway Ave, which uh, frames the west side of the square. It is like a world on a plate. It is just chocker with eateries. If you like Japanese, uh, Haru is just fantastic. You can't go wrong with their tempura platter. And if craft beer is your bag, you'll definitely want to check out Brew Union. Uh, They've got several dozen taps of craft beers at Brew Union. They do house-pressed burgers and their wood-fire pizzas a hand-stretched to order. I do like a hand-stretched pizza, Chris. Um, So order up a buffalo prawn pizza with a brew union, golden ale, and life is good. I'm surprised you're not as fat as I thought you would be after all this eating that you do. It's because I walked the rungiwa here. Well, I was just going to ask, (laughs) uh, what what do we do to walk all this off? Well, actually, on the the metro front, when it comes to really good walking trails, um, Palmy is very proud of their... Latest pathway. It's called Heihara Kotahi, and it connects the city centre with the Manawatu River. The highlight is when you get to the river, they've got this 200 metre bridge spanning the river, and at night it's all lit up 
in star-shaped luminous spheres as if you've been... Which reflect the light giving a lovely complexion. This is true. <laughs> Thank you, Suzanne Paul. But You're it welcome. is. It's fantastic. Yeah. Okay. Uh, just finding a good place to stay. Where did you stay? Well, I went um, to a place called Distinction Coachman Hotel. And this is like a landmark establishment in Palmerston North. It was amazing. Whenever I spoke to locals, I worked out that probably every Palmerston North family has celebrated a special occasion at the Distinction Coachman Hotel. It's one that's of those a good sort sign. of places. Yeah, that's a good sign. Yeah, it is, yeah. eh? See, like, in a Christchurch context, I would say Chris and I would uh, point to... Woodpeckers. Uh, <laughs> no, that's a restaurant. Does it still exist? stay there. It's like the, the old Park Royal. Yeah, oh, yes. In Victoria yeah, Square. God bless yeah, it. Which became the Crown Plaza. Mm. That was the sort of place, eh? That we'd yeah. always go yeah, to celebrate special occasions. That's a very good point. So the, the Distinction Coachman Hotel is that sort of place. I love the fact that it's got a lodge-like design. Its um, exterior is all in schist and um, inside graceful timber features. Um, so, yeah, it feels really lodgy, really welcoming. I'm glad you said that about the Crown Plaza too. Thanks so much for joining us on Kiwi Tripsters. If you want to check out some of the articles on the Marabutu, you'll find them, by the way, on fortheloveoftravel.net.nz. Be sure to like our Facebook page. Uh, our show notes for the t- this edition of Kiwi Tripsters are available on the website, kiwitripsters.co.nz. Plus, we'd love for you to rate the program as well. Review Kiwi Tripsters on the podcast service of your choice. Then you can let everybody else know uh, where to find us. This is very true. On our next edition... We showcase the variety of adventures in the Waikato. We'll see you real soon. And that's a wrap for this episode of Kiwi Tripsters. Liked what you listened to? Then join us for our next episode of Kiwi Tripsters, where we bring you more travel inspiration, giveaways, and insider knowledge with expert guests on the show. Connect with us on Facebook and Instagram, and visit us on kiwitripsters.co.nz. But most importantly, subscribe and comment on Apple Podcasts, and tell us what you think of our show. Till next time, safe travels. Safe travels.